0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. As a good friend once told me, I'll wait here and you subscribe. So make sure you click on the subscribe and turn all your notifications on so you don't miss a beat here at the Drake Podcast Show. Well, tonight for Episode 5 of Season 2, The Drake Podcast Show, I've asked Tim Chambers, who is a recent convert to Christianity, a friend to many, and a saint in training, to come on my show and talk about loving like Jesus, and how we can imitate the good life according to the eyewitnesses that walked very closely to Jesus when he was still here performing signs, miracles, and wonders. And lastly, and most importantly, how you, the viewer at home, can love God with fervent Obedience. Tim, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the Drake Pocker show with me today for episode five of season two. Where does your story first start off?
1: Oh, man, that's a big question. But thank you. Thank you for having me on. I always love a chat. I mean, my story grew up in a Christian home, grew up loving Jesus, knowing Jesus, but just lacking that, that heartfelt, that heart revelation mm. of, of who, he, who he was to me. I knew who he was to everyone around me, but. <laughs> And I knew who I, I felt him to be, like who he was meant to be, but it just never, never landed in my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. What's been a tangible well, thing God's been revealing to you since deciding to come back to Him, to come back to His Son Jesus?
1: Yeah, I think really it's what it is to know Him, as I came into surrender, like surrendering my whole will to Him, just learning the person of who He is. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: I, yeah, it's, that's really been a tangible thing. I never understood previously, um, as I grew up, I never realised I could actually know him. Like I knew the Bible and I knew about him. I didn't realise I could personally know him, like in his heart and his heart for the people and his heart uh his heart for over my life and my identity as a son. So just walking that out was just such a privilege and it was just yeah, it was so beautiful. And I think that also yeah, I think that just leads into that's just grown, I guess, through, through the months. So it's only been 10 months. Um, wow. So it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, <laughs> real fresh. Coming, really up, fresh but...
0: coming up one year, <laughs> weaning off the breast and getting on the meat of the word. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but you're already on the that's meat, it. bro. I don't even know why I said the milk. <laughs> bro, the milk wasn't even an option for you. I feel like you've just <laughs> always been like a soldier after good and the common good and the nature of God is good. So it's like it was just a matter of time that you were just going to put the dots together and God was just going to lean lean you back to him in Maybe a dramatic way for some, but for others, it could be just such a subtle thing as just the realization that I'm so lonely without Him. I'm so incomplete without Him, and I want to serve Him all the days of my life because it makes me that son. It makes me better in that sonship agreement that I enter into with the Father, with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit. Every day, I choose to withhold and withdraw from my worldly feats and desires and in fact, just go feet first, just trusting that you're not going to collapse into the earth's foundation. And I just see such a contrast after reading, you know, 2 Timothy 2 today for myself and actually wanting to prophesy this over you and some others that might be able to resonate with this Timothy call. It says in 2 Timothy 2, 2, my dear son, live your life empowered by God's free-flowing grace, which is your true strength, found in the anointing of Jesus and your union with him. And all that you've learned from me, confirmed by the integrity of my life, deposit into faithful leaders who are competent to teach the congregations the same revelation, you have overcome every form of evil. As a victorious soldier of Jesus, the anointed one, for every soldier called to achieve duty, must first divorce himself from the distractions of this world so that he may fully satisfy the one who chose him. It's that unantiquated, unmatching, continual, ancient, definition of pure grace that we've all been given to overcome by the one that overcame fear on the cross first, isn't it? And my question is, yeah. how do you overcome something and not remain in, I guess, being entangled in the fear dynamic that we're just so consumed 24-7 in this world?
1: I think just that constant surrender, because anything like fear, anxiety, worry, any of those things, they're just, they're just signs or they're just symptoms of something that we're not surrendering to God or a place in our life, an area in wow. our heart where we're allowing the world or the enemy or you know, our own self, it can even be ourself, like you like know, wrong thinking, um, not submitting to our identity and the truth that is spoken over us, that we're sons, that we're beautifully and wonderfully made, that we're blameless beyond reproach in front of the Father and those, those condemnations that can put fear and put worry and all those things and the guilt and the shame, Um, if we're not surrendering, we're we're just going to become a victim to the enemy, but often just ourselves and our own uh, wrong thinking. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I really feel just (laughs) Thanksgiving as well. Whoa. (laughs) Thanksgiving is the biggest weapon.
0: (laughs) He's bringing out the big guns tonight, ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, just in my own life, God's grace he just pulled me out of the out of the mud out of my mire, like just instantly and he healed me from so many addictions in such a short period of time and totally turned my life around was able to encounter him in truth just reading the word and he totally transformed my life just through reading Philippians and Colossians wow and just the Thanksgiving of like my whole life It's all of us you know every every Christian we've all, we're all totally indebted to him because of what he did on the cross and what he did to break us free from ourselves and from this world, and just that living in that thanksgiving or that that heart posture <laughs> is how you overcome and you continue to overcome Wow because when you're always thankful that a garden of thankfulness you can't you know the enemy can't grow anything in that.
0: <laughs> it's so beautiful to hear that It's like we're not victims, we're victors. And we're known by name. We're known by first name basis with God, the King of Kings, the Lord of all. It's like, man, what did we do to get such a sweet deal? And it's like we didn't have to do anything, we just had to trust him. <laughs> that's sonship. That's that's this that's this raw, real, beautiful, naked, unashamed, unafraid love that God <laughs> has on tap for each individual human being living on planet earth currently and will be born on earth later days and a later stage because it's all a part of his perfect plan he doesn't want to do harm he wants to prosper us and we're hearing today ladies and gentlemen that like tim's story so many more of your stories will be able to relate to this very notion that without love there is no life And where there's no life, there's death. And see, that's what God conquered for us. He conquered the grave for us so we wouldn't have to feel the sting and the propensity and the negativity around the effects of dying a slow and unbearable death. He took away the pain. He took away that sting. You know, imagine being stung by a bee for a moment or a wasp or something worse or being involved in a car crash. And I know a lot of you who have talked to me recently have been around that. I just want to let you know today that there are angels and they are watching out for you every moment of every day, being good guides who are good, good God and Father in heaven. And I just oh. love this, that I see so much things in the wider body of Christ. I see peculiar things. I see beautiful things. And I see things that deserve, you know, a noteworthy, I guess, notorious mention. And, and one of these, bro, is just how often I see you him surrendering your own desires of the flesh and going deep into loving the person that might be visiting the congregation when nobody else is willing to or may choose to miss or dismiss such people. What on earth makes you love relentlessly and I guess unconditionally like you do?
1: Thanks man. I was just really feel in Colossians, like Colossians 3 just really, I think I've had a revelation in there and I'll read a, a part of it and it's you know, verse eleven says, "Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, citizen, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all." And like in this, and then further down, it just it, also, it then speaks, you know, talking about clothing yourselves with compassion, kindness, all the fruits of the spirit, mm. um, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity, and just this revelation of like. We, we can be loving and we can love, but like when, like putting on love, and I think putting on love is like where this wall has been broken down, as Paul's talking about, like, in, you know, in, in that time, in that the Jewish people were the chosen people. Um, and so Paul's showing now that, like, in the new covenant, like, Christ is in all that, like, they we're all chosen, we're all predestined before the beginning of time. And I think just that. It's the same in this day. It's like it doesn't matter who, what. If we put on love, it's not about who, because God sees the gold in people's hearts. And I think just been trying to walk that out and walk out. I think this is what I encountered. This part of my transformation was through Colossians, and I think God's just really impacted my heart through that mm. process. Mm. And yeah, and I think it's also it's a gift that He He can gift us through surrender and. Um, and I just speak this over everyone that we can put on love <laughs> and it's a gift it's like righteousness it's a gift and you know, wow. it just comes to submitting <laughs> yeah. and I speak that over every every listener everyone here right now who's listening in um, it's just a desire desire to have love to put on love if Jesus was love Jesus is a living prayer and we we can just step into that he's um he's the perfect theology. <laughs> I'm
0: still <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful confirmation for some of you today. I love that surrender and obedience to abide in God as a son or a daughter today actually comes at a cost. It means that you have to lay down your pride at the door. You have to lay down every part of the flesh before you can go any further with him and enter into the fullness of his love and i love that that also means that we actually have to start looking at fearing the lord in a reverential and a holy and a sanctimonious and a sacred marriage almost you know that we are entering into him for eternity it's just so beautiful that we can look at fear in such a new and positive light so why do you think it is then that fearing god still has such a negative connotation in mainstream church circles today
1: hmm yeah i
0: <laughs> just go with it holy sir or
1: whatever uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, it has to do with just what's going on in the world around us and uh, just I think the church is so on attack with you know it's Sydney's just rampant everywhere it's in the mm. media it's in, on our social medias and you know, everyone's commenting and on posts and putting people down and it's just like all this ungodliness is everywhere that it's even crept into the church. So the fear of the Lord almost brings on like, oh, the people like that fear of the Lord is almost that would be bringing judgment on all the sin around us. That makes any sense? I don't know. It's like um, I don't know if um, that's if I'm saying this right, but I guess like we've allowed the world to creep in and
0: yeah, we have.
1: The, the fear of the Lord to be a negative connotation because we're we've we've got this war, this blurred line of like. We're, what we're allowing to try and be accepting of people and or the accepting of you know new culture and we're moving forward you know it's a new church yeah <laughs> uh, you know, we're in a different time to back then we're in different times to back then and we've we've allowed those you know the world to creep in that it's just kind of created this this war between like true fear of the Lord would be saying you're going against the social norm here yeah right,
0: definitely.
1: So when, when you've got those those lines being blurred, uh, yeah, it can definitely cause a negative, negative connotation.
0: Can you go one step further and even say that uh, if there's no reverent, holy fear of the Lord and, and, and respect for the Lord in his rightful home, that that is not a home that the Lord will dwell in for very long. Mm. Yeah. It's, like, it's like putting the person or the collective under a magnifying glass, putting them through the furnace, putting them through the hottest of flames and really testing and then bringing out whether that person was deeply rooted or that person didn't trust the Lord in that process of testing and they didn't come Mm -hmm. out that refined individual that God wanted them always to be and to become in His Son and in that identity. It's like, well, that's something that... Has I just haven't understood for so long when there has been pandemics or there has been challenges or there has been terrorism or something else socio-politically involved in the time that we're in right now in history. And we almost sound like the very thing that we're subscribing to outside the four walls of the church, outside the four walls of the sanctuary of God. And therefore, we have almost like let a little bit of that influence of the antichrist you know slip in Mm
1: -hmm. and kind of get nice
0: and cozy on the roof of the church and it's like you even read that passage in scripture i can't remember where it is forgive me today that i i wasn't prepared for this but again holy spirit does some wild and crazy things at times (laughs) and this is just normal christianity when you love him first and uh so it's really interesting how like the devil has always been in the church. And people don't like this. It's not a popular you know, connotation, but it's just true, isn't it? Because we are not in heaven yet. We can experience a part of heaven and the realm of heaven every time we pray fervently for him and ask him of these good, good things for him to do in our lives and in the loved ones around us. But there are going to be times where we are in a physical world right now, and it is in a spiritual battle. And If there's no love, as it says in Psalm 112, there's also no fear in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. His children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Now, if the psalmist wrote... That wealth and riches and righteousness are something that will be in his house forever. That means that they're going to be able to survive and be refined through that very test that we're going through right now as a generation, right?
1: Understand. And I feel like the is like just speaking straight out of identity as a son, mm. like he knows, he knows all the gifts of the God. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. And yeah. I it's just that fear of the Lord in this in this time, He's gonna see us through to overcome. I think even going back to what we were talking about earlier, about overcoming, the fear of the Lord He's gonna put us in that humility as we're in awe of his reverence and his his majesty, the magnificent of his glory. Like when we when we just come in face to face with his presence and the person of Jesus. That's when we overcome and that's when we're gonna see we're gonna see the darkness that tries to creep into the church. It's gonna be you know, when the light's on, when the light shines, darkness has to flee. Yeah. And in that fear of the Lord, in that, that humility and that accountability, you know, it's why community and accountability is so important. It's so crucial, especially in this day and age, in this time, when we just there's so much pollution around us. Mm. Yeah, you know, trying to creep in and trying to poison in that humility, in that fear of the Lord. The light the light is on. We are, the, we are the light of the world inside of us, each and every one. And as, as it shines, the darkness has to flee and the darkness has to be exposed.
0: Amen. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. What a great answer, bro. I'm going to throw a truth bomb out there. And where it'll land, nobody knows. Well, I mean, God knows because it's all for his glory, right? Yeah. That's what we come on today to talk about what we talk about. We ain't doing it for money. That's for sure. You want to know something, ladies? I want to get you on, I guess, under the spotlight for a minute and just say this. You're looking for this Jesus-like Brad Pitt person, and it's an unrealistic expectation. And on our part, we're looking for the, for the supermodel Elle McPherson lookalike that acts like Mother Teresa. It just ain't going to happen. That is not a real person out there. And if there is any said individual that acts that way, God bless you many, many years and many, many fruitful, uh, you know, days here on earth. But I want to just pull out this characteristic that you can put on your, I guess, your so-called checklist of today, fearing God. It's actually one of the best characteristics of a good Christian man or woman, for that matter, because it saves us from caving into our own sinful nature, That's what I'm talking about lust and the decaying of love. That's why hearing that someone is God fearing actually makes you trust that person more. And if you can trust somebody more, they must be fearing God and they must also be likely to keep their word and be reliable, and treat others with kindness, whether that person be in a hard-to-deal-with situation, they may be displaced, they may be a refugee, they may be homeless, they may be in real crisis with drugs, alcohol, domestic violence, and can the list go on? Joblessness, we've all been there. We've all been there. Do you agree on this notion that God-fearing should be the number one priority on the list, if we even should have a list as Christians in the dating and relationship and marital sphere,
1: yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree um, on that notion. Um, like, just if we're not in that reverence, not in that revelation of who God is and His power and His majesty and um, even just, just His pure might, like He spoke to the, He spoke to the universe into existence. <laughs> and right. we have the living God inside of us. And like that alone, just if just sitting there and being still with that, just that revelation. Like we have the, the living God within us. That brings us into that fear of the Lord. And um, yeah, so I 100% agree. Um, and I would even go further to say like that someone who fears the Lord would be flourishing in all the fruits. Be flowing with love, patience, compassion, humility, which are all things that he calls us to walk into. So 100% agree with that notion.
0: Hear, hear, Mr. Speaker. The future glory for Jerusalem. This is amazing. This is so prophetic because what you were just talking about a moment ago to me and my viewers, bro, was so spot on in Isaiah 60. It's the heart of the Lord. It's for us to use our light wisely and kindly to all that can see. "'For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth right now, but the glory of our beautiful Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to this light, your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Look and see, for everybody is coming home. Your sons are coming from distant lands. Your little daughters will be carried home.' Your eyes will shine and your heart will thrill with joy for merchants from around the world will come to you. They will bring you the wealth <laughs> of many lands. Vast caravans of camels will converge on you. The camels of Midian and Ephah, the people of Sheba will bring gold and frankincense and will come worshiping the Lord. I love this. I love this. This, this is It goes on further and talks about making his temple glorious again. There's literally picking up everything from the miry clay, like you said, from the ashes, and he, he's telling us to rebuild again, to use our hands for a purpose outside of our own. And that is going to require a deep and sacrificial and a very much, um, you know, moment of conviction to just lay down everything you thought you knew about Christianity, you thought you knew about love, you thought you knew about God, God even, and just went back to where it all started. This went back to the glorious ruin, the, the the gospel. You went back there to understand what the altar call actually looks like. And, Tim, I feel like that's where you want to be most time when you're not <laughs> here having to go to your nine-to-five job respectfully. You, you just want to escape into that beautiful playground, you know, with God. And just have fun with him again, and not not take things so seriously because you just know, you know who you are, you know who he is, and you know what matters.
1: Amen. Yeah, and I think it's just that childlikeness that he calls us all, mm. all to step in into just to enter into the kingdom, and that yeah, you're like exactly what you were saying, It's that, that not <laughs> carefree, but just not I'm not going go to start to say carefree, but just that that. Posture of just following the spirit, living in the spirit, and that's that's full of peace, full of joy, <laughs> okay. full, of, full of love. <laughs> all right, let, let's all um, let's let's replace carefree
0: need. with fearless, <laughs> fearlessness, free yeah. s- spirit, soul, mm. body, the divine. Everything just marinated together in a beautiful package, and. The, the worrying will be done by God on our behalf, which is so beautiful. We just don't yeah. have to carry that that mm. that burden, that appendage, that boulder on our shoulder. You know, He carried yeah, and it for
1: as, us. Yeah. Mm. As Galatians five one says, "It was for freedom that Christ has freed." That's the ultimate, the ultimate goal of oh. submitting to Him is pure, pure freedom living in the Spirit. Wow.
0: What's Holy Spirit highlighting to you right now, Broke? There's is so much spiritual activity, so much going on in the atmosphere, and sometimes it can be pretty tricky to vocalize it and make sense of it in one sentence without giggling and being like, "Lord, what the heck am I doing right now?" But it, like, is there just is there just something that you're just feeling drawn to to kind of share and and, and to make public and speak over me and others today that are listening? I mean,
1: I really just feel on that, that, just putting on love, and I feel like we're walking into the season just putting on love. And I'll just read that again, straight out of Colossians. um, And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God, and whatever you do, whether in de- word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to Lord the Lord, Father, through Him. And I just speak that over all the listeners that we just take the gospel and take it into our hearts, get into our our, our our stillness with God, and just just learning the person of who He is, and we just carry that that kingdom. Because we, we all have the kingdom inside of us. You you all have the kingdom within you. And so we we, can, we release that. We release the light everywhere we walk, everywhere we go. And it is our calling. And our, yeah, it's our divine calling or oh. predestined. The as light. And the world is hungry. It's so hungry. And they don't know what they're hungry for, but we have what, what they're looking for. And wow. it's just, it's absolute privilege so I just speak to over you and just a uh, abiding faith. I just release that in Jesus' name over all the listeners, everyone who's tuning in. Now uh, are just going to receive a gifting of an abiding faith. Just to walk out, walk out the gospel, and walk out that peace that, that ir- rule in everyone's heart. Yeah.
0: Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. And And
1: also, just I just even can we can we honour someone? I just want to throw someone's name out there. Is that all? All good.
0: Yeah, absolutely,
1: Um, bro. Yeah, just I just heard a testimony the other day about about the legend, um and just want to really honour Joel Erskine. Um Mm -hmm. he he, he's put on love and Mm -hmm. he's he's just walking in this deep encounter of love and it's beautiful. And I just want to honor him on here. Really felt Holy Spirit. Just want to honor you, Joel. Um, yeah. Just keep walking that out. It's absolutely beautiful, and you're touching people's lives. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Joel. Joel and Nikki have been a real recent blessing to to our church. Um, and um, in my life, I've I've known the Erskines, you know, here and there over the years that I was forming as a Christian back in my Shire days. And he was just like everything felt so familiar and so safe when I saw him. And he just he welcomed mm. me, like you know. Lovingly and embracingly, like we were just kicking off where we last left off, and I love that about the kingdom culture that this couple really carries authentically, day in, night out. You know, and mm. they just—they're—they're they're the real deal. We're so blessed to have them on uh, on team, and yeah, good things are coming. Thank you. Thank you, man. So Amen. So cool. So cool. <laughs> oh uh, you, you you broke the facade you 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 tear down the walls Lord I love it I love it you just you this is this is what love is and I love I love that today if anybody tuning in or watching this pre-recording is experiencing pain, heartache, or any other kind of uh affliction or challenge, And you feel like you're traveling on this journey called Life Alone, I'd really like to just tell you right now, hands down, please reach out to me or Timmy. We are an open book. We love the person before their situation, their occupation, or their (laughs) or or their weakness, you know, that, that, that the world might be judging them by currently. I just want to let you know this is a safe place for all of us. And if you want prayer, if you want the elders to lay hands on you, we can organize that. I believe every one of us has the ability to pray over each other. And uncomfortable that might be for someone right now because it means they have to expose the guilt, the sin, or the shame. Just know that that's not God doing that. God is not a God of guilt and condemnation or shame. He's a God of conviction and redemption, hallelujah, and healing. And right now, I believe somebody is going to get touched and rocked and lit up again and inspired to go further and deeper with God. Uh, God loves you so much, friend. And, um, you know, if you're struggling, it's okay. It is going to be a pretty tumultuous and catastrophic season ahead, but it's an exciting one. And we are about to start that with God again tomorrow when we first wake up out of our beds so I can't wait to just celebrate that with you and, uh, and maybe one day you, you being touched by this show means that you could share or deposit some kingdom seeds into our life one day too you would be so welcome on here so <laughs> um, I was about That's to good. call you Joel <laughs> Timmy Bro It's been such a solid Half an hour with you bro I'm so thankful For you coming on And really starting the fire And Thank you Holy Spirit For joining this conversation today About your life Some thoughts And some wisdom On obedience And goodness in the Father Um, Yeah man We should all be more vulnerable Like this man And uh You've been watching The Drake Podcast Show, Season 2, Episode 5, which drops 7.30 straight Eastern Standard Time Thursday. That's tomorrow. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already on Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music for my American and Canadian viewers, and Apple Podcast subscriptions. Good night. Oh, bro, that was pumped. If you missed last week's episode, then head over to iHeartRadio and Spotify to catch up on them now. Now, for some family business, I have some big news to share with all of you. And to be on the safe side, you might need to be seated for the next announcement. Ready? The Drake Podcast Show is heading over to Apple Podcast Subscriptions. So, for all of you wanting to listen to bonus members-only content, including... Hilarious outtakes and fast track premiere episodes of this show, you will need to sign up to my annual subscription box today. Click on the Apple Podcasts link in the episode description to get started. To everyone else, good night.